Welcome or welcome back to Lift You Up Inspiring Health Stories. I'm your host, Tamika Bickham. I'm the founder and chief storyteller of TB Media Group, but for the purpose of this podcast, I am your health and happiness matchmaker. Now, before I introduce you to today's guest, you know what I'm going to ask you to do? Hit subscribe on YouTube, turn on notifications, and connect with me on LinkedIn. I am so excited, though, for today's episode with the one, the only, Yaxeni Oroquen. I mean, there are a few words that appropriately describe this woman, but she is a champion. She is one of the best in the world when it comes to women's bodybuilding. She is my trainer and coach. She's an all-around badass, to say the least. So you're going to want to stick around for this one because she's talking through what she just went through the last year, retiring from the sport officially after competing for 30 years, and what's next for her. Our physical, mental, and emotional health is not just a want, it is a need for happy lives and prosperous businesses. Lift You Up is the podcast where we share inspiring health stories from business owners who are fulfilling their purpose to live their healthiest lives and helping you do the same. From former TV reporter to marketing entrepreneur and content creator, I care about sharing stories that matter and stories that connect us. I'm your host, Tamika Bickham, your health and wellness matchmaker. Today, I'm so excited to be joined by the one, the only, Yaxeni Oroquin. Hi, Yaxeni. Hi, Tamika. Thank you for having me. <laughs> Thank you for being here. Um, Yaxeni is no stranger to me. I've known Yaxeni now, I'd say, what, five years? Yeah, five. like five years. Five years or so, but many of you probably know who Yaxeni is if you follow the bodybuilding industry. She is a champion, a legend, Miss Olympia, and also become a friend of mine and a coach, a trainer. She led me through my time when I took to the stage, which, you know, we won't talk about that. It was a, a little, is some time ago now, a couple of years since I've been in training mode. But Yaxani is really the, the best and the best to learn from, understand her story. So that's what I want to do more of today. So Yaxani, why don't you tell us a little bit about you and your life, your career in bodybuilding? Yeah, I'm, I'm coming from Venezuela in, 90, in 95 to the United States because I got my pro card and the only way I can compete in is in the United States, not in my country. Uh, from that time, um, I've been competing for almost, I think, from 93 until 2017. And in 2017, I decided to retire so for competition. And then when I hear that they put him back the Miss Olympia on stage, and I'm already won one time, the 2005 Miss Olympia, and I already qualified. So I decided to compete in again one more time. Even at my age, I feel a little bit scared to compete in, but I did. And I said, you, you know what? Let me do one more time to see what, what happened. So, and now I'm living in Miami. I have my own gym and and I try to uh, help the other uh, new generation and the new people to 
being the healthy life. So let me break it down for you if you guys are watching or listening, because I learned a lot more about Yaxeni's story over the last few years. I know that you started bodybuilding or training in 89, I think, right? Yes. Around that time while you were still in Venezuela. So it was four years later when you got the pro card. So you're officially pro in bodybuilding in 93. In 93. Okay. So in 93, Xeni becomes pro, which is really a relatively short, short amount of time. But that means that at that point, you can then compete in the United States. Is that right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's why it's obviously, you know, something that you want to obtain is that pro card because now you can compete here. So from 93 until 2017, you are competing every year. Every year, I never, never stop. Every year I did, sometimes I did five contests, three contests, four contests, but every year I was on stage. Okay, there's a lot of questions here because myself being a person that, you know, went to the stage at the amateur level, of course, and did three shows over several years. I didn't even do them in back-to-back years because it was that hard. What was it, one, that got you interested in bodybuilding and before i've been doing bodybuilding i was a model for tv um venezuela and i always looked very skinny like a typical model and i i didn't like it to look like that so uh, when i meet my my first uh, uh, husband and he's introduced me to do uh, um, to the gym and to do aerobics uh, and that kind of stuff. And then I start to see a little bit muscle. I start to see like I grow it a little bit and, and I never stop. And I look the, the way that I look in and I stopped to do the modeling and I change everything to the other stream. <laughs> from being from the really little, skinny. From the little, the skinny lady to that, you know, huge muscle. <laughs> <laughs> so did you know when you first started training and like you said, you noticed a little bit of muscle and you were like, hey, I want to keep doing this. Did you know that you were going to now become a, a woman's bodybuilder? Is that, did you know that was the direction you wanted to go in? No, at that time I didn't know, and I didn't know like that, that, that I have too much discipline for that. And then when I did my first competition, and in the first competition I got the fourth place, and then I I hear that you know the the when the people say oh you have a future or you look so good you have a good symmetry, and then that putting in my mind and you know and I start to, to say you know what. I'm going to do that for long period. I want to try, and and I did, and I dedicate my life to this. I did a hundred percent. Is there something about the sport other than the positive feedback that you got from the judges and the audience? Is there something about bodybuilding that made you say, "I'm hooked"? Yes, I, I remember one time the one judges told me and you say that saying you have a good you have future on bodybuilding 
And, and always I noticed when I was on stage, the photographer, they put a lot of attention on me and they say, oh, you know what, That's, she looks pretty, she has muscles, she looks feminist. And they, every, every time when I hear something like that, I got more motivation and I try to always keep doing and doing and doing and try to keep my feminine side and try to show uh, always I'm a woman, even with the muscle. For that reason, maybe I never stop. Yeah. Did so, you ever, did you ever think about doing anything else in your career, right? When your first husband, he was like, hey, come to the gym with me. When you, were you doing something else at the time or you were still modeling then? I still model at that time. And little by little, I left the TV, the theater, and then little by little. And sometimes I did the fashion show because I always liked that, that kind of life. Um, I always like to be on stage. For me, if I don't be a bodybuilding, um, maybe I'm working on the TV. <laughs> yeah. I want to know in the 30 plus years of you being in the sport, what is the highlight of participating in bodybuilding? Is there that best moment, peak moment that you remember? Yeah, my, my, my best moment, because the beginning when I was competing, I always got the top 10, top five, top seven. But my goal was that to be a Miss Olympia. So after maybe from 93, I got my first Olympia in 2005. But before that, I won different show, but it's, it was not easy. So my, my amazing moment was when I won the Miss Olympia and the same year I won the Miss International too. Wow. So, and then I keep winning the Miss International, I think for five years. That's the uh, most prestigious uh, competition that Miss International and Miss Olympia at that time. And, uh, and then they decided to take it off to the Miss International. And then one year later, the Miss Olympia. And at that time I said, you know, everything is done, but I did. So I think my best moment was the Miss Olympia 2005. Right. So what do you mean? Explain that when they, they took it off because um, women's bodybuilding has gone through quite some changes. Um, since 2005 and over the last few years. So can you kind of tell us about what some of the changes are that happened? Yeah, it's a lot of change. The, uh, the sponsor, there's not too, too much sponsor for the bodybuilding women. And they always try to see where, where they can put the bodybuilding women and, and move from here to that and then not too many sponsors, and then they decided to take it off from the Arnold classes. The Arnold classes and the Miss Olympia was the bigger show. They don't take, they didn't take it off from the other small show, but for the bigger show, they took it off. So when you compete in the small show, regional show, and you win, you qualify for Arnold classes or you qualify for the Olympia. So if you don't have the Arnold and the Olympia, so what are you going to do? Mm -hmm. You qualify for what? So, and then little by little, they, 
you know, take it up until that Jay Good, the official owner of um, Miss Olympia, Mr. Olympia now, he got the women's bodybuilding and he put uh, races and finish in Arizona, wins of strength. And they start to promote again, the women's bodybuilding. And for that reason, right now, we are again on the Miss Olympia because him. Nice. So yeah. I have to say congratulations on all of your years in the sport and now officially retiring from the sport in December of 2020. So you decided you took a break for what, about two, three years when, you know, they, they eliminated women's bodybuilding from the Olympia, but you decided to return because as a former Miss Olympia winner, the XNE is qualified, you are qualified, right, for life to compete in the yes. Olympia. So she took the opportunity this year to return one last time or two last times to the stage, the Rising Phoenix Wings of Strength, and then also the Olympia, both in December of 2020. What was that experience like knowing that you are still a contender and you are still competing after all of these years, but what did it feel like on stage at the Olympia, knowing that this was going to be your last time? Yeah, I feel so excited to be there again. Most now, because I'm 54 years old, so I try to fight with the other young lady, uh, young athlete, and, and now it's a different level, but um, try to brought a, a really good packet of Jackseni. It's not like the same Jackseni like 20 years ago because I'm not young anymore like that. But still, when I went there, I feel like I brought a, a really good packet. And even if I don't get any good place, uh, I feel like I did a really good job in my presentation work. Uh, like, I, I can say like maybe 90% good. Um, and that's the most important for me. So when I stay right there and I say, wow, this is my 15 Olympia. This is my 15th time that I was here on that stage. And now it's done. So I'm going to enjoy tonight, enjoy my, my moment. No matter what place I get, um, I want to enjoy that moment because it's going to be my last. It was a little bit sad, but I'm ready by my, I'm ready myself to retire. I'm ready. I did everything and I'm, I'm feel happy to do that. I'm ready now to retire because I feel like uh, it's not the same. I don't want to continue to push myself on my 54 years old. Now I want to dedicate my life to my business and my family because you know, you did that too. And you know, we need a lot of time. We need like almost 24 hours a day to dedicate just to that. And, and I think it's right now for me is the time to uh, step back and open the door to the new generation. And in and, and that way, nobody has to worry about, oh, Jackson is coming, oh, Jackson is coming. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. I mean, you're definitely hard on yourself as far as, you know, I'm not in the same condition as I was 20 years ago and I'm not the same, you know, it's harder to compete, of course, with 
some of the other younger athletes that are coming, but you look amazing in comparison to any 20-year-old, any 30-year-old, any 40-year-old at this time, right? What about for the average person at home, the mom, the busy working uh, man, the busy working woman, that person that is finding a hard time to find the motivation to not bodybuild, but just maybe lose 15 pounds, look a little bit better. How can they find that motivation? Because you obviously had next level discipline. So where can they find that from? I would, I would love to do something to, to get that kind of people because it's many people at home in the office and they think it's too late and it's not too late. I wanna let the people know it's not too late. You have to do something for yourself. And this is that investment for yourself. Even it's, it's better to go into the gym and to do something to stay in home, watching TV, eating Cheetos or, or Netflix, <laughs> watching Netflix. You try to do something for yourself. At the end, it's a little hard, but at the end, you will see. You will see your body, how your body change. You will, you're going to feel confident. You're going to feel good and healthy. So I think everybody, everybody has to do something at the gym or outside. Or it's no, it's not about bodybuilding. It's about to take care of yourself. So what do, what do you say to the people who just say, "I just can't say no to this," or "I was out to dinner with my friend and I just had the dessert and I didn't mean to," or "I was at an event and I didn't have my food with me." So. You know, what do you say to those people? Because you have discipline. <laughs> yeah, the way like, you know, everybody likes to eat, everybody likes to drink. And if it's, I love to drink and eat good, different. I don't want to eat every day chicken and rice and broccoli, oatmeal and egg whites all day. <laughs> that's, the, that's our life. But it's about take care of yourself. So if you want to take care of yourself and you want to look good, you have to pay the price. So what is the price? The price is to eat the same things every day. But if you're doing good Monday to Friday, so Friday, Saturday, Sunday, you can relax. And you can take your ice cream, your pizza, your margarita, or whatever you want to take. <laughs> she says right? that because she but knows I like margarita. To be consistent Monday to Friday, to be consistent with your diet, with a your supplement with your cardio is it that's the way you 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 build the, the discipline and and try to eat the same prepare your food it's it's your investment it's on yourself right that's a good point like don't just be strict right one day and then go crazy another like kind of having a balance and i think that's something i've always had a hard time with either i'm super strict or not strict at all Exactly. And what's exactly. the problem with that? Yeah, just try to eat the same, try to have the discipline. Discipline is, if you're going to the gym every day at 10 a.m., try to keep doing at 10 a.m. And that way your brain, you know, send the signal, okay, okay, it's time to go into the gym, it's time to do cardio, it's time to eat. 
it's like that. It's, it's not about competition. It's, it's not about like, okay, this I want to do only for competition. No, it's about to do for yourself, to discipline yourself and try to pick the right food, the right things. You know, it's a lot of, a lot of things like if the taste is good, but it's not good for you healthy. Right. Do you have any tricks for people to start to create that discipline? Because you, I'm sure you know better than anybody with training clients. Some people have discipline. Some people have a lot, a little, and some people have none. <laughs> yeah. So if somebody is struggling, and I've talked with some other people on the show that talk about just forming good habits or breaking bad habits, and it just takes three weeks, like just take some consistency and then you'll be in the habit of it. But for that person who's just like, I don't have any discipline. If I'm in the same room as some mac and cheese, I'm going to eat it. Or if I'm in the same room as ice cream, I'm going to eat it. You know, what, is there any tips for that person that they can improve their discipline? You know, the tip is like, uh, is you like the cheese? Don't, don't maybe don't take it out the complete cheese. Just reduce, reduce the portion, reduce the portion of the, on the sugar, on the salt, the uh, fat. Little by little, you try to take it off that and then it take like a, maybe two or three weeks, but little by little, you improve your, your, uh, your plan per day and you planify your plan per day. Okay, today I don't want to eat cheese, but I'm going to get this. And, and you don't have to feel like you're doing the diet. You have to feel like this is the, the way that you have to eat. It's like a new style to make you to lose good. So the tip is to take it off a little by little, just throw it away, clean your refrigerator. And it's when you went to the supermarket, try to get the right stuff. So tell me now, I want to switch gears a little bit to talk about Rip Gym. How long have you been the owner of Rip Gym and how did that come to be? Uh, Rip Gym is going, we're going to be five years, um, November um, 2021. And Rip Has Gym it been was that my, long? Yeah. Ripping is was my dream came true. When uh, before was um, a steel gym, idol gym, and I usually work out there. And I say one day when I do my cardio, and I say one day, oh, I wish to have that gym for me. <laughs> and then after ten years, now I have it. Now I get it with uh, my my partner, uh, Dr. Jose Almeida. He helped me with that, and uh, and I'm so happy to have that. I'm so happy to to help the people, and I I wanna put I wanna put my mind inside the people to make like a please come to the gene. It's not only because I want a more member. No, it's because the gene is not for only one day. The gene is to do forever, all the time. Do you know how many cancel all the time the people sign in? Cancellation, sign in, cancellation. Why? You have to go into the gym. But I wanna um, 
uh, to have my gene is my dream to help the people to do, to have a new life, to have a new style, to have a, to feel confident, to teach the young uh, teenagers, you know, many teenagers coming and they don't know what to do. Right now with the social media, they're looking for social media. It's too many, too many things in social media like this. No, like you have to pay attention to everything. So you have to find the right uh, training. And I recommend myself because I know, <laughs> I know how to teach you. <laughs> right. So for those, so obviously you know Yaxani's story. You can work out at Rip Gym or you can train with the Yaxani as well. And that's what I do. Um, because I think you always help me get in the best shape of my life um, when I was working out with you in that rib gym. So for you, is there a certain type of client that is the best type of client to work with you? Um, right now, I work with different, different clients. I like, uh, I like to work with the, the people more than 30 years because it's more serious with uh, the exercise and the plan and that. I don't have preference with any kind of, I like the people from the office, the doctor, the lawyer, the waiter, the, you know, the, 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 the people for competition. I would like to teach, you know, most like a, a, a lot of people have a good condition on competition and do everything. They have discipline, they have everything. They don't know even how to show, how to pose, how to do the presentation, that's the most important. And I want, I love to teach that, you know, to, to when you went to on stage, it's not only about muscle, it's, on, it's the whole packet, the whole presentation is the most important. Yes. I, I love to do that too. Yep, that's something like you were just talking about that you're known for as well, is your posing, your presentation and how to show up and capture the attention of the judges on stage. Exactly. Even even if you don't get the in the first collab or second collab, you everybody going to remember you. How you move on stage, how you look, how look at this, look at the line, look at it's not it's not like a how pretty she is or no. It's it's the presentation. Mm hmm. I remember that happened to me at one of the contests when I wasn't that lean like some of the other girls in bikini, but I had my little Yeah, you have the little swing. <laughs> <laughs> and a lot of the people afterwards came up to me and they said, Oh, I love your posing. You yes. know? So it's true, like those certain things will stand out in people's minds as well. And really, when exactly. you get on stage, it's about having fun. Like at that point, you've done the work. You should be having fun and enjoying that. Exactly. And try to show what you did. Exactly. <laughs> so lastly, I want to, I always like to ask, and I've already asked you a couple of tips, but I like to ask like a health tip looking ahead to 2021. Um, maybe we can frame it within the context of COVID, coronavirus, some people have been away from the gym for several months. I was away from the gym for several months. Some people have been drinking more at home. Some people are depressed. Some people are not in a good place right now because of everything that's going on 
do you just have any health tip for someone starting off the new year um, who maybe just wants to incorporate healthy elements back into their life? Yeah, well, for now we have to keep, we have to wear the mask for long period and we have to figure out like uh, this is the new life now. We don't know what can happen, but we have to step forward. We have to continue. So we have to do something. And the way is like, uh, if you don't wanna go to the gym, you try to go out and do something in the, in the beach on the, or, or running, but do something, don't stay at home. Even if you, even if you uh, feel like a scare, you have to go out because the other way, we never know until when we're going to be like that. So you have to get, staying home is to get depression, is to, to get fat, is to everything, <laughs> you know, you thinking about just eat and watching TV <laughs> and then it's like, a, it's bad. So you have to go out, if you're going to the gym, wear your mask, bring your stuff to clean yourself if you, if you, if you don't feel safe. But uh, right now in every gym, it's, it's a lot of sanitizers, a lot of, lot of station of sanitizers. So everybody, everybody pay more attention to that. So and you have to go out and do something. Right, just focus on that because it helps release those endorphins, makes you feel happier, helps fight off those, that, those feelings of depression and just lifts your mood, makes you feel more confident. So just start little by little, like you always say. I remember when you came to me one time, the first time, and you, you know, you feel bad and you don't feel like good and you wanna do something. And, and then I, we started, we started, we started, we started to see the change, the change, the change. And your men, mentally you change, everything is changed on you. And you have more motivation. And then I remember one time I said, stop doing cardio, don't do too much because you do it more, 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 more. And you get more motivation because what? because you start to look good and you feel more confident, you feel better with yourself. And at the time of this airing, this will be January. So if you didn't start in December or you didn't start January 1, don't wait for February 1, start right now. Start right now. <laughs> the time is now doing. Call me. <laughs> <laughs> and call Yaxeni. So tell everybody how they can find you, learn more about you and Rip Gym. Yeah, Rip Gym is in Midtown, Miami. And uh, um, I don't know if you are family with the uh, Miami area. Um, it's close to Andiamo, to Sushi Sayam. It's a huge <laughs> gym. It's a hardcore gym. It's old school gym. It's the gym for everybody. It's no specific kind of uh, the person. Everybody can go and work out right there. And um, in my Instagram is Jacksonita. You can contact me right there. You can contact me for my website, jacksonita.com, ripgene.com, or uh, you can call directly to the gene and make an appointment with me and do the consultation. And, and do something. Even if you don't have the possibility, try to uh, to do something. I can help you with anything about awesome. the team. Exactly. <laughs> 
Thank you so much, Yaxani. Is there anything else you wanted to add that I didn't ask? No, thank you for having me. And I'm sorry for my English. You know, the people know I'm from Venezuela, so my English is not so good. And it's not easy to speak English with and in the, in the camera and with the public. And, but I try to do my best all the time. We okay? understand you. <laughs> so thank, thank you so you. much. Thank you. Bye. Well, I hope you enjoyed learning so much more about Yaxani. I mean, even though I met her probably six years ago now, I didn't know so many things that she shared with me. So I'm honored to know what an awesome, badass competitor she is, but just all that she's gone through to make it happen, the discipline, the commitment, the dedication. I could go on and on, but honestly, very few people have accomplished what she has, can do what she has, and she inspires me to get better every day, and I'm gonna do that. So anyways, make sure you connect with Yaxeni. Her information is down below in the show notes. Check out our website. Come on by Rip Gym. That's where I'll be hanging out. Until next week. Oh yeah, wait. Don't forget to connect with me. I'm on LinkedIn. I'm on YouTube. I'm on all the platforms, so you can find me there too. But I know I'll see you back next week. So until then, stay happy, stay healthy.